Donald Trump took to Truth Social this week to lay out his demands for Republicans in the House of Representatives with regard to the ongoing, will they or won't they, with the appropriations bills that have to be passed by the end of the month or else we hit a government shutdown. And Donald Trump made it clear that Republicans only have two options. One, you defund all of the prosecutions against him, or if you're unable to do that, you just got to shut the whole government down, right? Just turn it off. We're done. No more government for the United States. If Trump is allowed to be prosecuted, here's what he said on truth social. A very important deadline is approaching at the end of the month. Republicans in Congress can and must defund all aspects of crooked Joe Biden's weaponized government that refuses to close the border and treats half the country as enemies of the state. This is also the last chance to defund these political prosecutions against me and other patriots. They failed on the debt limit, but they must not fail now. Use the power of the purse and defend the country by sending us spiraling into a government shutdown that is, uh, projected to cost hundreds of millions of dollars in economic activity per day, hundreds of millions of dollars in lost economic activity per day of a government shutdown is what is currently being projected by economists. But here's the thing. Trump is of course, making his list of terroristic demands to his Republican allies in the house. Marjorie Taylor Greene responded to this on social media. And she said, that's why I put forth legislation to do just that and defund these prosecutors. Look at me. I'm, I'm doing your bidding. I'm so wonderful. <laughs> Love me. Um, yeah, not going to work because as much as Donald Trump wants to think he has power over those people in the house, he technically has none. He has no power whatsoever. The only thing that Donald Trump can do is just say mean things about you. If you piss him off like that, that's not actual power. I can do that. You watching this, you can do that. So Trump right now has about as much actual power over the Republican party as I do. And that is none, but this is what he wants. He wants to be allowed to get away with all of the things he is accused of 91 felony charges. And if he can't get away with those things, then we just have to shut the government down and send the entire economy spiraling down the toilet. That's what they want. And I say they, because it's not just Trump. It is Marjorie Taylor Greene. Matt Gates is on board with a shutdown. Jim Jordan said in an interview with Charlie Kirk last week that, yeah, defunding Jack Smith is definitely a red line for us. They will do anything, the so-called party of law and order to make sure that law and order is not in fact delivered to their cult leader, because that is what we're dealing with today. Millions of people will suffer under a government shutdown and Republicans seem perfectly fine with that. If it means that Donald Trump doesn't have to go and face a jury of his peers. Here's the other part of this guys. If Donald Trump were in fact innocent of these charges against him, he'd have no problem going into court, right? I mean, you all maintain his innocence. So why not let the process play out? Why not make the prosecutors look like fools when they go in there and lose in court to Donald Trump and he walks away triumphantly. I mean, to me, that actually seems like a better thing for Donald Trump than just shutting the government down. If you don't get your way, you know, if he gets exonerated, then you guys win, right? 
But y'all won't even let us get to that because you know what we know. And Trump knows what we know, what you know. And that is that there is no way in hell he's getting away with all 91 of these charges against him. He may get popped for a couple. He may get popped for all of them. He may end up with, you know, years in prison, or they may go easy on him because he's the former president and give him home confinement or hell, maybe even community service. We don't know how this plays out, but Republicans are willing to shut down the government at Trump's request to make sure we never learn how this could play itself out. When the criminal charges were first filed by Fulton County District Attorney Fonnie Willis and all of those 19 indictments came out against the 19 individuals, one thing that stuck out to me, of course, was where's Lynn Wood, right? I mean, Lynn Wood was joined at the hip with a lot of these people trying to overturn Donald Trump's election losses to the point where he actually ended up having to just surrender his law license because he was in so much trouble with the bar associations for filing these frivolous lawsuits. So why was Lynn Wood exempted from all of this? Kind of like Lindsey Graham. Well, turns out reports were, uh, came out this week after Fonnie Willis had filed a motion in court that revealed that Lynn Wood has turned state's witness. So immediately, of course, the news is out there saying that Lynn Wood has flipped on Donald Trump. And that would of course be pretty massive. As I said, Lynn Wood was involved in some of these efforts. We don't necessarily know the extent of his involvement in Georgia, but we do know at least in other States, he did in fact file lawsuits trying to overturn the election results at times working with Sidney Powell at times, Sidney Powell said she was working with him and then later found out that that even wasn't true. So who knows what all Lynn Wood was involved with or wasn't involved with other than of course, Fonnie Willis. She clearly knows what Lynn Wood was involved with. And that's why she has listed him as one of the witnesses that will be called for the state. But then a wrench was thrown into those stories thrown by Lynn Wood himself in an interview with the daily beast. After all of this hoopla was published, Lynn Wood adamantly vehemently denied that he had flipped on Donald Trump. In fact, he said to the daily beast, I I love Donald Trump. So Lynn Wood maintains that, Hey, y'all think I'm flipping just cause I'm on this list. I ain't flipping on anybody. All that list means Lynn Wood explained is that I've received a subpoena and I'm going to have to go and testify. So it's a subpoena. I'll testify. And then when everybody went back and reread that, they were like, Oh yeah, that is what that means. Lynn Wood may or may not have actually flipped. Maybe, maybe everybody jumped the gun on that, right? Well, probably like I'll give Lynn Wood the benefit of the doubt that he is telling the truth that he has not flipped on Donald Trump. But at the same time, (laughs) I know this is getting a little conspiratorial, but at the same time, if you had in fact flipped on Donald Trump, but they don't want him to know you flipped on him. Wouldn't you go out there and deny it? I mean, right? Like you wouldn't go out there and be like, Oh, I flipped on him. Just wait till you see the trial. It's going to be fireworks. Nobody says that everybody denies it. Mark Meadows has denied it, even though his information was used in the January 6th indictments against Trump. 
So do we take Lynn Wood at his word? I mean, based on his efforts to overturn a legitimate election here in the United States, is this really somebody we should trust? Well, right now, of course, we have no option. So don't get your hopes up too high that Lynn Wood has in fact flipped on Trump and is going to tell everything he knows. But at the same time, Lynn Wood also understands that because he has been subpoenaed, he's going to have to tell the truth. And that's where it all comes full circle because again, he was involved in a lot of these efforts, how close he was to Donald Trump himself, that may not yet fully be known. So maybe Lynn Wood has important stuff to say, you know, just because he hasn't necessarily flipped on Trump, if he's telling the truth, you know, that doesn't mean that he can't provide testimony that would hurt Donald Trump and being under oath. Of course, he would have to tell the truth or face perjury charges. Maybe he pleads the fifth, who knows, but everybody's got to pump the brakes right now because Lynn Wood claims he has not flipped on Trump. And until we see otherwise, that's what we have to believe. According to three different sources close to Donald Trump, who spoke to Rolling Stone recently, the former president is in fact terrified of the prospect of going to jail. And in recent weeks, he has been peppering his lawyers constantly with questions about what life in prison would look like for him. And I'm not saying he's going to get life in prison, but what would his life look like if he goes to prison? Now, this is obviously a stark contrast to what Donald Trump told uh, Meet the Press host Kirsten Welker just a few days ago when he was like, ah, I don't really think about going to jail. I'm wired differently, he said. And that is literally the quote. He goes, I don't even think about it. I'm built a little differently, I guess. Sorry, built differently, not wired differently. So he's like, I'm not even thinking about jail. <laughs> and then those closest to him told Rolling Stone, like this guy is literally constantly thinking about what's going to happen when he goes to jail. Here are some of the questions that he has allegedly been asking his attorneys. Would the authorities make him wear quote, one of those jumpsuits in prison? Would he be sent to a club fed style prison or a bad prison? Would he serve out a sentence in a plush home confinement? Would government officials try to strip him of his lifetime secret service protections? What would they make him wear? <laughs> so apparently his biggest concern is like, whoa, 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 whoa. What's the dress code here? <laughs> like, what am I dealing with? Is it going to be an orange jumpsuit? Are they going to like put me in one of those old timey, you know, black and white striped outfits? Am I going to have the little hat? Like what, what does it look like? I need to know what I'm going to have to wear. What kind of shoes are they? Are they like standard issue tennis shoes? Or are they Crocs? Like what's going on here <laughs> with my potential prison sentence? <laughs> Noticeably missing from any of those questions is how long of a sentence do you think I will have? Like Donald Trump is more worried about the logistics than the length of time. Like, is it going to be a club fed? You know, maybe I get to leave for a couple hours every day. Is it going to be a bad prison? Like, am I going to have to bulk up out in the yard? Am I going to have to beat up the biggest prisoner my first day in jail to assert my dominance? Like, how's this work if I go to jail? And again, the reason this is so funny 
is because publicly Donald Trump is of course attempting to project this image that I'm not worried about it. This is all hoopla. I'm not ever going to get in trouble. I did nothing wrong. But behind the scenes, he is clearly asking his lawyers like, dude, what's going to happen to me? Where am I going to go? Like, this is bad. I know how bad it is. And I understand that the possibility of going to prison is in my future. That is what this story means. So every time we see Donald Trump out there, whether it's with a post on truth social, whether it's in one of these little fluffy interviews that he gets to do all the time or at a rally and he says, oh, they're coming after me. It's a witch hunt. This is proof. He knows it's not a witch hunt. He knows that there is a very real possibility that he gets convicted. And I mean, hell, if you just look at by the numbers, 91 felony charges, the, the thought of him getting away with 91 felony charges, like that's just not believable. The law of averages is going to tell you if you get hit with 91 felony charges, you're going to be convicted on at least a couple of them. Maybe it's smaller ones, right? Maybe smaller ones where they're like, Hey, 20 hours of community service is your overall sentence. Go out there with a, you know, stick with a nail on the end of it and pick up trash along the highway. Maybe that's all he gets. Maybe he gets decades in prison. We won't know until all of these trials have concluded. But that's why he has so many questions. He knows how much trouble he is facing. He knows there's the possibility of prison. So no matter what he tells us in public, please remember that behind the scenes, he is a terrified, panicked, elderly man who is scared to death of going to jail. Thanks for listening to today's Fair and Balanced Daily. Stay up to date with all of our content by finding us on YouTube at youtube.com slash fairandbalanced and follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at fairandbalanced.